鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎您来到轻松调频美文阅读 ，Morse Read。我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文，学英语。今天，让我们来听法国作家米歇尔·德蒙田的一句话，英国浪漫主义诗人威廉·华兹华斯的一首诗歌《The Rainbow》彩虹，以及由美国作家弗兰克·特瑞普特所写的一篇文章《A Season for Hemming and Hawing》，令人赞叹的季节。More to read， 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. My life has been full of terrible misfortunes, most of which never happened. Michel de Montaigne. 我的生活充满了可怕的不幸，其中大部分从未发生过。米歇尔。德蒙田，米歇尔·德蒙田是法国文艺复兴后期十六世纪人文主义思想家、作家、怀疑论者、启蒙运动前的批评家。蒙田阅历广博，思路开阔，年轻时在图卢兹大学攻读法律，后曾在波尔多法院任职十余年。当过国王的侍从，亲历战争，游历欧洲各地，还两次当选波尔多市市长。蒙田的主要作品有《蒙田意大利之旅》《随笔集》和《热爱生命》。My life has been full of terrible misfortunes, most of which never happened. Michel de Montaigne. 我的生活充满了可怕的不幸，其中大部分从未发生过。米歇尔·德蒙田。More to read. 闭上双眼，静静聆听，敞开心扉，慢慢品味。Poem of the day. By William Wordsworth. My heart leaps up when I behold a rainbow in the sky. So was it when my life began. So is it now. I am a man. So be it when I shall grow old, or let me die. The child is father of the man. And I could wish my days to be bound, each to each, by natural piety. Rainbow, William Wordsworth. When I see the rainbow in the sky, 
，我的心跳动震荡。我生命开始时是这样，现在我成人是这样，将来我年老也是这样，或让我死亡。孩子是成人的父亲，我深怨自己的一生，日复一日，持续有自然的前程。刚刚听到的这首诗歌《The Rainbow》，彩虹，出自英国著名诗人威廉·华兹华斯。英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本由南海之声的主持人周薇为您朗诵。威廉·华兹华斯出生于1770年 ，1850 年去世，是英国著名的浪漫主义诗人，湖畔派的主要代表，曾当上桂冠诗人。华兹华斯早年受到法国大革命思想的影响，后来转向自然，探讨自然与人生的关系，认为只有在自然中，人才能获得真正的人性。他笔下的自然恬静优美，给人带来思考和精神与情感上的慰藉。他在大自然中寻找到了安慰与归宿，并开拓了一种和谐与统一的境界，从中来领悟永恒的生命，发现人生的真谛。他的诗歌理论动摇了英国古典主义诗学的统治，有力地推动了英国诗歌的革新和浪漫主义运动的发展。A rainbow in the sky. So was it when my life began. So is it now. I am a man. So be it when I shall grow old, or let me die. The child is father of the man, and I could wish my days to be bound each to each by natural piety. William Wadsworth. When I see the rainbow in the sky, my heart beats violently. My life starts at birth is like this. Now I am a man. In the future, I will die too. Or let me die. My child is the father of the man. I love my life. 日复一日，持续有自然的前程。More to read， 文字的世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words。弗兰克·特瑞普特。于1926年出生于美国密西西比州的哥伦布市，曾就读于杜克大学、纽约州立大学、范德库克音乐学院和密西西比大学。特瑞普特对写作和新闻业很感兴趣
。22岁时，成为密西西比州一家地方报纸的记者和通讯编辑。经过多年努力奋斗，他最终成为了《新闻周刊》杂志的副主编，同时也是为《时代》杂志撰稿的资深作家。那么，说到秋天，中国人的情感联结往往更多的是与悲秋的主题相关。这当然和秋天万物凋零的景象密不可分，也与中国传统文化中“春生夏长，秋收冬藏”的理念相暗合。但我们接下来要读到的这篇由弗兰克·托瑞普特所讲述秋天的文章，倒是和我们传统中对秋的印象可谓大相径庭。在他看来，秋天反而是生机勃勃的，是能让人恢复青春活力的。不过呢，倒也不必说中国诗词中缺乏这种类似的感受。比如我想到的是中国唐代诗人刘禹锡的经典诗作《自古逢秋悲寂寥，我言秋日胜春朝。晴空一鹤排云上，便引诗情到碧霄。”便也可以说完全是独辟蹊径的，从另一种角度去描写秋天了。好，下面呢，就让我们一起来读一下由美国作家弗兰克·特瑞普特所写的文章。A season for hemming and hawing, 令人赞叹的季节。中文版本由陈春发翻译。A season for hemming and hawing, by Frank Trippett. 令人赞叹的季节。Technically, it begins next week. Actually, it began with the epic sigh of relief that could be sensed all over the U.S. right after Labor Day. Even before it arrives, Americans always manage to get into autumn, and no wonder, it is easily the most habitable season of the year. 严格按季节来说，秋天要下周才开始。实际上，劳动节一过，在整个美国都可听到一声如释重负的巨大叹息：秋天从此开始了。即使在它来临之前，美国人已在想方设法进入秋天了。这倒不足为奇，因为秋天无疑是一年中最惬意的季节。Indeed, autumn deserves a hymn. And it has received far less tribute than it deserves. True, some mixed notices have come in over the centuries. Horace slandered autumn as a dread period, harvest season of the goddess of death. He was dead wrong, of course, for as Ovid noted, once he got his mind off sex, autumn is come for Musissimus Anus, the fairest season of the year. Had he lived a little later, Horace might have found out from the U.S. Census Bureau that the death rate is usually lower in autumn than in winter and spring. Why? Science doesn't know, but it is quite possible that the will to live is stronger in the fall. Conversely, the will to mayhem weakens. Nobody has ever worried about a long hot autumn. 秋天的确值得赞颂。但他所得到的赞颂与他应该得到的却相差甚远。多少个世纪以来，人们对秋天就褒贬不一。赫拉斯诽谤秋天
说他是可怕的时期，是死亡女神丰收的季节。当然，他是大错特错了。正如奥维德所说的，一旦摒弃了性的念头，秋天便是 cam formosissimus annus， 一年中最美丽的季节。要是赫拉斯晚出生那么几年，他可以从美国人口普查局发现。秋天的人口死亡率一般低于冬春两季，为什么呢？科学难以回答这个问题。不过，很可能是因为秋天里人们生存的愿望更强，而相反，戕害的愿望更弱。谁也不会担心有一个漫长而炎热的秋天。So autumn is a blatantly vital season. Contrary to the allegations of sorrowful poets who misconstrue the message of dying leaves, a more realistic poet, Archibald MacLeish, says that autumn is the American season. In Europe, the leaves turn yellow or brown and fall. Here, they take fire on the trees and hang there flaming. Life, too, we think, is capable of taking fire in this country, of creating beauty never seen. 因此，秋天显然是一个生机勃勃的季节。这与伤感的诗人们对凋零的树叶所传达的信息的误解刚好相反。一位比较现实的诗人阿契伯德·麦克勒什这样说：“秋天是美国的季节，在欧洲，树叶变黄变褐之后就纷纷凋落了，而这里的树叶却像是挂在树梢上的火焰，发出耀眼的光芒。”在我们看来，这个国度里的生活也能燃出熊熊烈火，也能创造出一种前所未有的美。Autumn is also the authentic season of renewal. Yale lecturer William Zinser hit the nail squarely. The whole notion of New Year's Day as the time of fresh starts and bold resolutions is false. In truth, that time is autumn. Popular pleasure shows itself in those hastening steps and brightened smiles encountered as the air grows nippier. Some psychiatrists have patients who grow almost alarmed at how congenial they suddenly feel. Autumn is a friendlier time. 秋天才是真正的除旧布新的季节。耶鲁大学讲师威廉·辛塞说的非常中肯。把元旦视为重新开始、树立雄心的日子，这种观念完全是错误的。实际上，那应该是秋天。随着空气日益清凉，可以从人们轻快的步履和开心的笑容中看出他们愉快的心情。有些精神分析学家发现，他们的某些病人在突然感到惬意的时候，几乎会兴奋起来。秋天比较友好。The rejuvenating ambience of autumn is immeasurably more ancient than even the calendar. The creation itself was achieved in the autumn, according to a tradition of Judaism. Whence the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, at summer's end or the start of fall. The suspicion that even God is partial to autumn has overwhelmed others, including John Donne, who enthused, "In heaven, it is always autumn." 秋天那让人恢复青春活力的气氛，远比历法还要古老。按照犹太教的传统说法，天地万物的创造
就是在秋天里完成的，因此，犹太人的新年拉什哈夏纳节定在夏末秋初，连上帝也偏爱秋天。这种看法得到了许多人的赞同。约翰·多恩就曾热情地说过：“天堂里总是秋天。” No, autumn is not always heaven on earth. The season does induce a quickening of the blood and a heightening of humankind's central pleasures. Yet the very jubilant excesses that ensue often lead, at last, to the well-known post-Thanksgiving holiday blues. In darker ways still, fate and tragedy have made some American Novembers seem more cruel than April. 不，在人世间，秋天并不总是天堂。这个季节的确会加速血液循环，提高人们感官的兴奋程度。随之而来的纵情欢乐，到了感恩节之后，却能最终引起那有名的节日忧郁症。更有甚者，灾难与悲剧似乎曾使美国的某些十一月比四月更为残忍。Autumn is honest; it does not pretend to be heaven. Yet almost everybody recognizes that the season's character transcends those familiar bracing days, crystal nights, bigger stars, vaulted skies, fluted twilights, harvest moons, frosted pumpkins, and that riotous foliage that impels whole traffic jams of leaf freaks up into New England. Even though columnist Russell Baker has reminded them that if you've seen one billion leaves, you've not seen them all. What is not widely recognized is that autumn is richly enhanced simply by what it is not. Specifically, it is not summer, winter, or spring. 秋天是诚实的，它并不把自己装扮成天堂。然而，几乎每个人都明白，秋天的特点并不止于凉爽的白昼、水晶般的夜晚、更大的星星、无垠的苍穹、长笛悠扬的黄昏。丰收时的月亮，长了白霜的南瓜，以及那满山遍野的红叶，他催逼着鄙视他的人们到新英格兰去赏玩，以致引起了交通阻塞。尽管专栏作家罗素·贝克曾提醒他们说：“哪怕你看到的有十亿张之多，也无法把所有的红叶看完。”有一个道理却还没有被普遍认识到。秋天之所以大受赞扬，就因为它不是别的，确切地说，就因为它不是夏天、冬天或春天。Take winter; it is basically uninhabitable. Whenever it shows its true nature, real life bogs to a standstill. Almost no one sincerely likes winter, except the oil cartel and the cough syrup magnates. True, everybody pretends that real life actually goes on. This very effort has inspired some of mankind's most desperate inventions, curling and skiing, to name two. To help foster the illusion of life happening, the Constitution requires Congress to convene each January, and the illusion is sometimes convincing, even if the Capitol is often the scene of more commotion than movement. Winter is, in a word. Unacceptable. 就说冬天吧，冬天的日子简直难熬。无论何时，只要它显示出它的本来面目，真正的生活就陷入停滞。
，除了石油联合组织和生产止咳糖浆的巨头，几乎没有人真正喜欢冬天。人们倒是都装出现实生活仍在照常继续的样子。正是这种努力，促使人们发明了一些最玩命的东西，比如冰上溜石、滑雪等。为了造成生活仍在继续的假象。宪法要求国会在每年一月召开会议，这种假象有时倒还真能让人迷惑。不过，国会大厦发生的骚乱往往比政治活动多。总之，冬天是难以让人接受的。Then there is spring, the season for simpering adolescents, mayflies, and impressionable poetasters. Listen to a typical spring of feeling. Poet George Herbert, sweet spring full of sweet days and roses, a box where sweets compacted lie. My music shows. Hold enough. His music provides sufficient cause to reflect coolly on the hard fact that spring was the time when our ancestral tribes built festivals around the rites of blood sacrifice. Moreover. Did not Eve accomplish the fall of man in the eternal spring of Eden? In cool weather, serpents do not tempt; they grow diffident, recede, and hibernate. 再说春天吧，那是乐呵呵的小青年、多愁善感的三流诗人和浮游的季节。请听一位迷恋春天的典型诗人乔治·赫伯特的诗吧。甜美的春天，充满了甜美的日子和玫瑰，一个装满了糖果的盒子。我的音乐表明，好了，够了。他那蹩脚的音乐足以让人思索，冷静的思索这样一个铁的事实：春天是我们的祖先部落围绕血祭仪式举行庆典的季节，而且夏娃不正是在伊甸园永恒的春天里完成了人类的堕落吗？在凉爽的天气里，蛇是不会出来引诱人的，它会胆怯、退避，还要冬眠。Summer, if any abomination so current needs to be reprised, think of it: drought, crowded beaches, sunburn, poison ivy, McDonald's. Summer is sand between the toes, flea infestations on the cats. Movies like New York, New York. Every so-called joy of summer, whether getting wet, bearing up, or fleeing to the mountains, consists in its essence of escaping the suffocating reality of the season. August is so horrible that even dedicated psychiatrists abandon posts and patients for the entire month. Mosquitoes love summer; they hate autumn. 那么夏天呢？如果近在眼前就有什么令人厌恶的东西需要反复强调的话，那就想一想夏天：久旱不雨，拥挤的沙滩，晒黑的皮肤，立夜读七树，麦当劳快餐馆。夏天意味着脚趾间的沙子，猫身上的虱子，纽约纽约之类的电影。夏天里的每一种快乐，不管是冲凉、喝啤酒，还是逃进山里去，说穿了。都是对令人窒息的现实的逃避。八月的天气实在可怕，就连恪尽职守的心理咨询医生，这时也会整月的抛开自己的岗位和病人
，只有蚊子才喜欢夏天，憎恨秋天。In short, winter is a tomb, spring is a lie, and summer is a pernicious mirage. Thus, if only by some crude law of relativity, autumn is the preferred stock of seasons. Autumn is the truth. It had to be autumn, unless the fabled apple fell unseasonably, that inspired Newton to discover the law of gravity. More books and most of the best come forth in the autumn. In theatrical circles, autumn is spoken of as the season. Autumn is for stamping on ripe grapes. Even now, the vintners are prowling the prodigal vines. 总而言之，冬天是坟墓，春天是谎言。夏天则是险恶的海市蜃楼，因此，即使用相对性这种粗浅的法则来衡量，秋天也是四季中最受欢迎的。秋天就是真理，只有秋天才能激发牛顿发现万有引力定律的灵感，除非那只传说中的苹果落得不合季节。在秋天里，人们会写出更多的著作。而且大多是上乘之作。秋天被戏剧界看作黄金季节，秋天是人们压榨成熟的葡萄的时候。看，酒商们正在嗡嗡郁郁的葡萄藤下钻来钻去呢。No hemming or hawing in behalf of autumn should neglect to note that the coming season is a self-contained climactic cycle. It offers every weather at its end. Days icy enough for any sane person, and along the way, those indefinite Indian summers that put the real ones to shame. Fittingly enough, autumn delivers us to Christmas. 无论对秋天怎样赞美或感叹，我们都不能忽视这样一点：接下来的季节是一个自成体系的、有高潮的循环。它有各种各样的气候。秋季结束时。任何一个神志正常的人都会感到寒冷，而在那以前，不时出现的晴暖宜人的晚秋气候，那是足以令正牌的夏天自叹弗如的。说是秋天将我们带到圣诞节，那是最恰当不过的。Admittedly, the season has imperfections. Yet even some of these, such as pro football and TV premieres, have become popular. On the other hand, autumn's few blemishes tend to be offset, for civilized folk, by that man-made miracle, the World Series. Maybe the saddest defect of autumn in America is the fact the country is so large that some regions do not get to experience it. Southern California, for one. Inhabitants of such deprived places should be encouraged to make believe. That sort of thing comes easy to any folk not brought firmly back to earth once a year by a fall. 应当承认，这个季节也有缺陷，但有些缺陷也变得受人欢迎了，比如职业足球赛和电视节目首映。另一方面，对文明人来讲，秋天的瑕疵已被人为的奇迹全球联赛所掩盖。也许。美国的秋天最令人惋惜的缺点是，我国版图太辽阔，有的地方经历不到秋天。南加州就是其一
，应该鼓励生活在这种享受不到秋天的地方的居民假想出秋天来。而这样做，对于不能一年一度被秋天坚实的带回到人世中来的人，并不困难。感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目，您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目。今天的节目就到这儿，我们明天见。